You're listening to a fresh new podcast on healing, spiritual development, nutrition, energy work, and sometimes aliens. From the owner of the celebrity acclaimed Raw Republic Juice Bar and Wellness Center in New Orleans, Louisiana, Sheena Manina. Yes, that's her real name. This is Raw Talk with Sheena. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Raw Talk with Sheena. Thank you for joining us this week. Am's here. She doesn't get an intro. I'm back, witches. Yay. <laughs> Yay. Are you excited to be back? Yes, I missed it. I missed all of my basic witches out there. Um, I hope that you guys enjoyed last week's podcast. It was with Noelle, who's our acupuncturist at Raw Republic. And um, she gave a lot of good information. Yeah, she was she a good did. stand-in for you, Am. She was. She she said that I took the succulent, and I did not. Oh, I knew there was going to be something <laughs> that you wanted to bring up from that. I knew I, that's why I had to I say didn't. it. But I forgive Noelle because she actually saved my life. Like, was that yesterday? I'm terrible with time. Was it yesterday or the day before? That yesterday. She wow. No. Was it yesterday? No, it was the day before yesterday. She stuck needles in me because yesterday I was like processing it all. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. It was the day before yesterday. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah. She saved my life and helped me shift my energy very quickly. And I'm not one for needles ever. And I was, I actually told her I was like very uncomfortable at first. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like extremely you uncomfortable. You have like major resistance to a lot of stuff like that. Sharp things penetrating my... Dermis. Not all, not all sharp things. <laughs> My dermis. <Penetrating. laughs> <laughs> Don't be weird. <laughs> oh. Okay. <laughs> There's so many things I could say about that, and I'm not. I'm going to refrain. You can you can say things like that. No. We. Uh, yeah, you can. <laughs> anyway, so I do... You, you do need an introduction an introduction in case it's the first time that anyone's listening. So, hi, I'm Sheena. Um, I own a juice bar in New Orleans, and we've expanded to a wellness center upstairs. This is my friend, Amberly. She is a doctor of metaphysics and also a nutritional and lifestyle consultant. And she practices energy work and introduced me to energy work. So for the past year or so, I've been, has it been a year? Yeah, we've been friends for a year, right? Um, yeah. Well, actually, you know, I we've mean, known each other for years, but we only started hanging out like March of this year and like playing with each other's energy for you know a like certain period of time, Harry Potter style. So, um, yeah, we've been working a lot together, discovering a lot of things about energy and healing, and it's been a lot of fun. And we talk about it on the podcast along with um, extraterrestrial things as oh well. My gosh. Yes. I listened to the Pleiadians today. You did? Yeah. It actually every single time I listen to them, it transforms my viewpoint on, on so life. many things. Yeah. So many things. I'm like, I can't even I, <laughs> I was in my car driving. I'm like, do people know how significant this is? <laughs> they don't. I was like nerding out hard. Was this the uh, was this the message that you sent me? That was yesterday. Yeah, that was different. I mean, <laughs> okay. I listened. That there was, was another Pleiadian There was message. a five-part series. <laughs> <laughs> was, I watched one video yesterday and sent you the information on that 
Pleiadian video. Mm-hmm. Then I watched the which I, I why did I, why did I say which I don't know. I you can't. I, I know. <laughs> I watched two of them today, and then I re-listened to my personal Pleiadian session with Wendy Kennedy on the car ride over here. And every single time I listen, I learn something new, and I've listened to it so many times. I it, feel it's incredible. likewise. Yeah, and you know what's interesting about listening to your Wendy Kennedy recordings or any channeling from Pleiadians or anything is that just like you said, like you get something new every single time, but you see and it, it's the same exact information, but you see it in different examples like playing out in your life. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. It's like it's like imagine hearing one sentence and seeing that one sentence six months from now and that one sentence having a significance that is not related to the significance that it had six months prior, but it's the same sentence. It's so true. That's exactly what I was going through when I was listening to the session on my way over here. I was thinking about that and I was like, okay, this is really weird because, you know, when I listened to this six months ago, it was so different Mm -hmm. for me. And then even when I listened to it again, like two months ago, I listened to it multiple times, like two months ago, and then listening to it again today, it was still so different for me. It was a different experience, brand new, almost as if it, it was new information all over mm-hmm. again. So crazy. Do you think, were these new recordings? The YouTube videos were new. Semi-new? Well, I don't know. I, it didn't have a date. I found it randomly on a blog. I wasn't even looking for Wendy Kennedy. Mm-hmm. It popped up on my mm-hmm. phone screen, which I would say is weird, but <laughs> it's not. I wasn't looking for anything like that Pleiadian style, whatever. It just popped up and was like, hey, you're going to listen to this now. Don't even. It's like a random word blog post. Do you with have these three videos and that's it? It's an intuitive weird. feeling that all the Pleiadian information that has been channeled to planet earth is enough and that we're not getting any more information from them because we have recordings audio recordings video recordings of channelings and we have books written and things like that i feel like they're actually like kind of taking a break from communicating with us they're going through their own um ascension or transcendence they're going through their own stuff too so simultaneously everything that we do affects the entire universe and everything that they do affects the entire universe so if we're ascending right now which we are everybody else is ascending mm-hmm. on different planetary mm-hmm. you know yeah let's things. let's break that down for people who are listening to the podcast to think of yeah. it in terms of like earth talk because greetings earthlings it's when you when you start resonating with the fact that what you do affects the entirety of the planet and everyone around you mm-hmm. and the entirety of the ra- human race, mm-hmm. you start to feel like a little less. Uh, you, I, I almost start to feel supported because you're. We're not separate. We're not separate. Yeah, mm-hmm. we're not alone. We're not right. uh, 
we're not like on a mission to achieve anything by ourselves. Mm-hmm. And we, every single thing that we do, we do it for one another. Right. And okay. everything that everyone else is doing, they're doing it for us. Exactly. So something that just popped in my head, like an analogy or a metaphor, would be picture like a cell in your body. It has its own innate function, its own designated, uh, you know, just work inner workings. It has mm-hmm. its own job. If that cell throughout its entire life thought that it was alone and like it, it was just doing its job, you know, whatever, not realizing how it's affecting every other cell in the body mm-hmm. around it. Mm-hmm. All of those cells create one body. Right. So that's kind of like if you look at it that way, that's how we are. Human mm-hmm. beings are just cells in one huge body. Right. That we're we're so focused. We have our heads down looking at everything that we're doing, our small little World. Um, world and of inside wor- of the of cell. tasks of what we're supposed to be accomplishing, and, right? And the the t- the characteristics that we have, all mm-hmm. these individual things, yeah. And to, speaking to your analogy, when that cell begins to vibrate at a higher frequency, it reminds everything around around it, it how to vibrate resonate at that frequency as well. So, in exactly. the same way that you heal a body, is the same way that the earth will change. Correct. Cool. Yeah, that just came to me. That's awesome. Thank you, Pleiadians. That's that's a really good analogy. Yeah. So a lot of times people will start to feel shifty, a.k.a. shitty, <laughs> when they start meditating and changing their lives and doing things that are different. And, and, and sometimes, like, actually, you might start feeling initially much better, but... But as like with everything, there are ebbs and flows and transitional times. And um, it's brought me a lot of comfort when I have gone through transitional times to have you, Amberly, and Giselle mm-hmm. and other people recognizing that it takes time to shift mm-hmm. and your body sometimes has to catch up and whatever you need is okay and whatever you're going through is okay and normal. There have been times Mm -hmm. where I was like, will I ever be energetic again? Like, I'm so, I could lay here, I think, forever. Yeah. You get to a point where you're comfortable staring at a wall for like (laughs) more more than an hour. Right. (laughs) You're like, I probably could stare at this wall all day or day (laughs) and be fine. And it's like not even funny. Right. You don't find it funny. It's like your reality yeah. at that point. You're like, this is a good idea. Let's try this on for size because I literally cannot do anything else yeah. but stare at a wall. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just went through that. Yeah. You're still whatever. I'm still shifting. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that people are shifting constantly, especially mm-hmm. people who listen to this podcast. People are transcending very quickly they are shifting behaviors just by listening to this information and Mm -hmm. to begin shifting bringing awareness into the things that they're doing bringing awareness into their life and the way that they operate the decisions that they're making every single thing now has a level of consciousness that potentially wasn't there and a lot of times it does take your body a period of time to catch up and so knowing that like even though even if you have responsibilities and things like that I know it's hard when you have people who are reliant on you and businesses that are reliant on you and careers that are reliant on you but mm-hmm. it's really important to 
to honor that time and space that you need and mm-hmm. to voice like, I need to go take a bath. I need to get a, like your body will react if you don't listen to it. Your body will like I always will feel physical pain, physical mm-hmm. pain, physical pain. Like you need to take a break. You need to take mm-hmm. a break. You need to take a break. Shoulders, back pain, lower back pain is mm-hmm. is to the point of like you're depleted. Yeah, that's exactly which was what me I yesterday, and I was like, mm-hmm. Noel, shove some needles in my back, and she's like. <laughs> <laughs> Because <laughs> she had to take care of herself, which I know. is beautiful. I know. You know, that she was strong enough in herself and what she needed to, to sacrifice you. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like, wonderful. No. But actually, I do want to make a point from th- that's almost exactly what I was listening to today with the Pleiadian videos. And they were saying that you co create your reality every single moment. So yes, it can take time if you believe that it takes time to transcend, heal, whatever it is that you need to do. But it doesn't need to take time at the at the same time. Interesting. You, with every breath and every moment, it can be different for so, you, a different experience. Right. And it's all based upon your belief system. So it's not enough just to think something. A belief is a thought along with feeling. And that is what manifests your current reality. So if you have something going on energetically in you, say they use this example. So if you're sitting at a coffee shop and someone walks up to you and says, that's the ugliest effing shirt I've ever seen you're going to probably say, what the F? But also, (laughs) you have a subconscious program belief system in you that you need to work on self-esteem. You created that person to, you co-created with them to bring them into your field, to Mm -hmm. have that experience, to ignite a lesson in you. Like, well, how strong really are you in your confidence Mm -hmm. in yourself? Like, there's these the Pleiadians said there's no such thing as victims so there's nothing that happens to you in life that you haven't chosen for yourself to experience for a greater lesson no matter how traumatic it is you have brought it into your field on some level whether it was agreed to it before incarnating Mm -hmm. or on this earth plane when you're here to bring about a certain lesson to learn over and over again until you understand it. So even if something like that randomly happens to you and you're not totally emotionally charged by it, it's mm-hmm. because you were clearing yourself of that pattern. Like your your self-esteem patterns or belief systems have you've worked on it enough to clear a lot of it. Mm-hmm. So maybe if you're not emotionally charged, but you still have that random experience, mm-hmm. it's the universe testing you, you know, one or two more times saying, okay, are you really confident? And if you, you know, quote unquote, pass the lesson, then you transcend and go on to the next thing that mm-hmm. is brought into your reality. Mm-hmm. So I almost channeled something. <laughs> My mouth was like contorting. Go, go, go. No. Well, there's one other thing that um, <laughs> they want me to say. Um, so y- your belief system, this is why it's so important to check in with yourself multiple times throughout the day to change those subconscious programs and patterns to change your belief system so that you create a completely different reality for yourself instead of one that's in alignment with your highest good. Correct. So if you are subconsciously creating your reality almost in a victim mode where everything's happening to you, which we all do that, (laughs) Mm -hmm. then 
think about you actually consciously co-creating your reality with everyone around you to experience something that you do want to bring into your Mm -hmm. field. And they're saying that that is that opens up so many possibilities and so many doors for you, because once you switch on your consciousness to Mm -hmm. consciously create and manifest things in your life, Mm -hmm. you won't have it's not like you won't ever have those subconscious belief patterns going on, but you'll have more control over it. Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah, because if you're not aware of where if you're not aware of what your resonance is, and what mm-hmm. you're emitting, then you just create the same annoyance. Like you were using right. the example of victim mode. Mm-hmm. You know when people are in victim mode, they are in victim mode for like long periods of time often. And it's hard to shift out of that because we, we all get in that mode sometimes because mm-hmm. it's just hard to shift sometimes. Because, well, sometimes you, like if you're not checking in with yourself. It's a big lesson. You don't know mm-hmm. that that's what you're doing right so you're just like mm-hmm. so what the story is is this happened to me and then this ha- like are you like yeah and so the this it's like a victim mm-hmm. story that you are like reciting mm-hmm. and continuing and giving more energy to and you're not like you said stopping to assess mm-hmm. that you're creating those scenarios yeah and agreeing to them yeah because you're not learning mm-hmm why the experience is significant in your life. Yeah, so it's helpful to stop, get centered, you know, ask yourself, why am I experiencing, what what is triggered? What gets triggered? What is pulled up for you? Mm-hmm. Why is it causing such an emotional charge mm-hmm. in you? So, which I've said before, somebody could be wearing a certain outfit and I might not even notice it. And mm-hmm. then you might say, oh my gosh, look at such and such, whatever. And it's because there's something in you that would be either too insecure to wear that Mm -hmm. or, you know, whatever it is. So if you have an emotional charge connected to a stimulus Mm -hmm. or a representation of something that you need to learn, you need to seek within you and and turn within and ask yourself, why is that charging me so emotionally? Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's a lesson. That was that was one of the best pieces of advice that I received from my reading was 12 times a day. Yes. Check in with yourself. Just, you know, a casual just a dozen. 12 <laughs> times a day. Yes. Basically the amount of hours that you're awake. Every hour. Every yeah. single hour. Mm-hmm. And when I do that, it's so beneficial mm-hmm. because it just stops the unnecessary from continuing. Whether it's mm-hmm. A bad mood. I've been able to. I've been able to transcend situations that I thought were always going to be a part of my reality. Like I, when I was younger, I used to fight with people, like my family members mm-hmm. or my loved ones. I couldn't get over that shit. Like it would take at least a day, at least a day. Mm-hmm. I can get over stuff now. Like I literally can start laughing after something really has upset me in like 30 seconds because I'm just, I'm like, I'm not going to choose to continue this vibration mm-hmm. in my day. Yeah, and you're like, not going to you engage laugh about it. it. It's like, yeah. mm-hmm. like why feed into like continuing something that's not going to promote more mm-hmm. happiness? That is true. There's that. 
But then there's also like me feeling the way that I have in the last few weeks because I've had so much energy work done on, on me and shifting a lot. Mm-hmm. I my whole body was like shut down, which is why I couldn't even do the podcast. Okay. Last week, well, so. I was talking about situations with other people. That's actually for me. That's been really easy to change when you're dealing with yourself. I agree. And when you're transitioning and shifting, I believe that. So much is brought to the surface for you to witness that it's almost like you can't shift out of that process because you, you have to be in witness of that transition. Right. It's almost like you have to sit there and just observe it. You're not resilient enough to step out of it and, and laugh and say, oh, mm-hmm. haha, that like I see the lesson. I get it. Mm-hmm. You are so entrenched in the shift, even physically, that you're almost numb and you have to just kind of sit on the bench and watch the cars go by mm-hmm. and just look at and observe all the lessons and feel everything that you're feeling, acknowledge it, mm-hmm. and just, yeah, hope and pray that it's going to stop soon. Mm-hmm. It um, always does. It always does. And it's so beneficial. I feel so wonderful afterwards. Mm-hmm. But it is, it's kind of like every, all the shadows are brought up right. to, to the surface so that you can look at, hey, these are your subconscious programs. Now, what are you going to do about them? Mm-hmm. And if it's a lot at one time, sometimes all all you can do or all you can muster up is just kind of Acceptance. taking care of yourself, mm-hmm. doing self-care mm-hmm. practices, going to bed early or sleeping for 12 hours if you need to or taking an Epsom salt bath or walking outside, doing, you know, journaling. I even painted, you know, it was like just random things that I was inspired to do. It really, really got me way more connected with myself, things that I wasn't taking care of. And, you know, listening to all the foods that I wanted to eat and, you know, getting really back in touch with everything that I needed recharged me and also helped me shift out of those shadows very much quicker than um, not having had energy work done and it being a subconscious program for years Mm -hmm. and going all of it going unnoticed Mm -hmm. and just being stuck in the same routine over and over again Mm -hmm. and being fine with it because it's comfortable. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, if you really not elevating ready to elevate, you're going to have to get in the trenches sometimes, Mm -hmm. but it's worth it always. Right. I think for people who are listening to this podcast, these are people who you're, you're listening for a reason. There's a reason that you found out about this podcast. There's a reason that you are tuning in and tapping in, asking the questions that you're asking yourself and also us. And it's 100% guiding you to all these things that we're talking about. So some of them may not seem relevant right now, but always, you know, they're there was something that you said that um, self-care you were saying, you know, you can choose for this to be a very quick process mm-hmm. um, at any given moment with every breath you take. Every moment is different and you can consciously create your reality in any moment. So mm-hmm. If you don't want to experience that. Right. You can choose that. It's right. very I would say because my belief system tells mm-hmm. me that it's difficult. OK, Right. Yeah, and that it has been. Right. You know, so there is that. And then there's also, you know, when we were in energy school, we were learning and through our practice, something that's been coming up for me is that I do feel that I've been taking on a lot of my clients' Mm. physical pain, emotional Mm -hmm. pain, energetic pain. Mm -hmm. And 
I remember reading in Eric Pearl's book, The Reconnection, which if you guys are interested in energy work, that's actually a really good book for reference just of Eric Pearl's story and how he came to create a practice uh, or or curriculum that can somewhat teach the work that he was gifted um, as a, as a course. So it's, it's just his, his description of, of his path on this energy work life. He's very interesting and, um, he's interesting period. (laughs) 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 But anyway, he said, he says in the book that he took on a lot of his clients pain Mm -hmm. until he decided until he recognized that he didn't have to, just like you said, you know, you take Mm -hmm. time to rebalance until you discover that you don't have to. Mm -hmm. But for some reason I'm in this situation that I have to experience this Mm -hmm. to learn that I don't have to. Yeah. And it's, it's like, even sometimes when you have the awareness that something should be different, Mm -hmm. sometimes you still have to go through the motions of experiencing it, an experiential Mm -hmm. thing. And the reason why we give our listeners so many tools and tricks and um, insights is because for some things, for some situations in your life, you can just use one of these tools and, shift overnight or Mm -hmm. transition overnight other things you you might have to go through emotionally Mm -hmm. yourself you may have to experience personally yourself on your own time and just know that every like I had this vision when I started this podcast that it was something that would give you like a mind rest that what you are experiencing and what is coming up for you in your life is okay. Because I feel that if I can really convince you of that and and create a sense of ease, so much more is allowed to happen in that space without the anxiety, without the guilt, without the shame. Like those emotions, those low level frequencies mm-hmm are half the battle. If you can if you can convince yourself that you don't need to feel guilty for feeling the way that you feel or right. doing the things that you've done or shameful or if you can overcome some, some of your fear patterns. Or embrace them. Yes. Embrace that that is part of the human spectrum of emotion and how wonderful it is to feel, period. And with feeling that in a in a world of duality that we live in, feeling those low vibrational feelings Mm -hmm. you're also able to feel the high vibrational feelings but a lot of people start numbing themselves because they don't want to look inward Mm -hmm. which a lot of my clients have said before it's scary and it is it's very it's a very scary process to look inward look at all those fear patterns control patterns low vibrational frequencies the shadow parts of ourselves that we don't want to accept or embrace So we take medications, we drink alcohol, we go to parties, we watch television incessantly, we obsess over the news. Don't make people feel bad about watching television. It's not. (laughs) I watch it too. It's not a bad thing. I'm just saying some people use that as a way to numb. Right. Yeah. And... It's fine if you enjoy it recreationally. Some people smoke pot, too. <laughs> it's fine if you enjoy things recreationally. It's, don't hate. It's the energetic <laughs> we don't. Um, use of it when it is right. being used as a means to escape something that you need to face. Mm-hmm. Um, that's when it can get a little sticky. Mm-hmm. But other than that, you know, recreationally. And it's not like they... 
all those things don't have their time and place. Mm-hmm. They do. Um, but yeah, if you're using it as a way to numb, escape, not look at things that you might want to look at mm-hmm. or, um, you know, all those things, it's just something that you might want to start looking at in your yeah. life instead of numbing. Or just take the opportunity to watch all of the seasons of Ray Donovan, all <laughs> of the seasons of Martella, all of the seasons of Eastbound and Down. Don't enable people's addictions. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Eastbound and Down, Marcella, Ray Donovan. Mm-hmm. What was the, oh, the Night Of? That was a short one. That's it. <laughs> that was all I got. Six series thing. Yeah. Um, no, six six episode thing. That was, episodes, that was yeah. excellent. That's good. I'm so I'm so glad you found something that you <laughs> can use Love as it. an escape. Yeah. <laughs> it's but my sometimes drug. you just need it. Ray Donovan you know? was my drug for a long, like probably like five months. But that's why we're basic. We get it. Like, yeah. Yeah. So what? You can use some things as an escape every now and then. Definitely. That's part of being human. Right. And I, that, like, that's so huge in my life. And mm-hmm. it really was like that. I really needed to be on a couch like once a week for like four hours a day a mm-hmm. night or a day um i just needed that experience it was oh, a break for your mind it. yeah and i miss it yeah ray well, donovan come out with another season yes <laughs> don't worry you're gonna manifest that supposedly oh one more show doc martin <laughs> <laughs> i like british accents a lot marcella has a british accent it's, it's based in london so is doc martin doc martin is like watching little house on the prairie Oh, that's so cute. But like modern times and in London. Wow. It's so much chicer. Just actually yeah. it's in Port Wynn, which is a like a coastal country mm-hmm. in England. It's so beautiful. Doc Martin's so amazing. So supposedly lovely. I have manifested another season of Marcella. You're gonna co create and Ray Donovan. <laughs> it's being co created into my reality. I'm that's amazing. so excited. So that's like instant proof <laughs> right there for the Pleiadians. <laughs> They're like, thank you, Sheena Manina, for proving our point so eloquently. <laughs> I miss them. I miss like, I feel like I haven't meditated. Well, you know what? I felt- They're like, they're like. actually, we come to you in, in every single session. I see sparks of light and information, white or dark. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just like a spark. Yeah. I that, see that I resonate yeah. with being them. Mm-hmm. Is that you? Yeah. The answer is yes. The answer is yes. Yeah. Um, So you're with me. I was actually very drawn to, I was going to ask you tonight to sit in the meditation room just for like seven minutes in heaven like we usually do. I so wish we would have done that. I know. Seven minutes in heaven with the Pleiadians. We set our alarm for seven minutes. Do you guys have friends that you can do this with? I hope so. (laughs) They probably, yeah they're like no every they're single like, person our lives are way that more i was fulfilled. psychotic <laughs> if i asked them to sit in a room with me and meditate yeah find someone that you can we need to find we need to do like a hashtag so that people can find one another and, and yeah. meditate together right like a, like a dating app but like a pleiadian meetup app yeah where you can like meditate together what about a mating app what? <laughs> no. Where like, are you going? I was thinking with this? like meditation slash dating. But Ooh, yeah. Um I think they <laughs> they have mating apps and I think it's called Ashley something. What is it called? Ashley Sullivan? 
Madison. Madison. You don't live on planet Earth. I know. I don't. It's very hard. It's confirmed. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway. No, we're going to call it something else. But maybe we'll invent something you like that. You downloaded Uber like a week ago. I downloaded Uber. Let's see. When you and I were in L.A., which there are people in Africa probably no. who had Uber before you. Oh my gosh, Karen, you can't just say that. <laughs> Why'd you call me Karen? <laughs> because that is such a judgmental statement. Who's Karen? <laughs> it's on Mean Girls. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> gosh, I have to teach you everything with movie quotes. Mm-hmm. You have to sign me up for Uber. I don't. <laughs> that's probably not even how it works. We help you each download other it. Out. You don't yeah. sign up. <laughs> sign up on the roster. Stop. <laughs> silence um one more thing i have to i have to get this out from the pleiadians okay Okay. um they were talking about Mm self-care and your body will manifest in reality certain things to make you take a look at self-care practices so say you have like a knee pain Mm -hmm. your body's going to continuously send signals to that knee to tell you You're in pain. to send you a message yeah to take care of yourself and if you don't and it keeps going you know uh, unnoticed or ignored your body will then m- create a circumstance where you there's no other option but for you to take care of yourself mm-hmm. which is disease mm-hmm. so really addressing even the smallest aches or pains or or just like, wow, I'm really fatigued today or, you know, I really want to eat this. Those little acts on a daily basis are so significant mm-hmm. and can prevent something so much bigger that you're going to really be forced to look at at, right. at a moment. So really taking self-care and doing things like you know even if it is watching ray donovan for four hours on the tv on you know tv that is on the television set (laughs) wow i really am not from this earth um on the television set (laughs) for four hours (laughs) if you do that right that is actually significant and it's not you shouldn't feel guilty about that Mm -hmm. because it's what you need it's actually being healthy yeah it really depends on the energetic state that you're in right um so like one person doing something might not be beneficial for them versus another person so um but that in that case is very helpful for your health and well-being and emotional wellness and balance i know that i'm getting so many signals to slow down yeah and like you're gonna have to take care of myself i can feel it off of you today that's what i was like get on the table i'm working on you yeah um but it's it is sometimes a hard thing to show up for i did go to whole foods and i got some Mm -hmm. snacks like nourishing snacks and but it's not enough like once you're there are like certain levels like you have to like decide to do it right yeah you can dabble but there are levels like yeah dabbling and deciding getting a really nourishing snack might be great for someone who's been balanced all week and like had a day or two off of work but for someone who is who has continuously worked 
constantly. Like, first of all, like that's not a congratulatory statement to myself because I actually admire people more when they take time for themselves and lead balanced lives that put them at the forefront and their health and their wellness because those people serve better and longer. So that I actually admire that so much more. Um, Put yourself first on the list. Right. Mm -hmm. But so I'm saying that someone in my state where like my lower back is killing me, Mm -hmm. my upper back is killing me. I feel inflamed. I'm like, but at the same time, I'm I'm so inspired, and and I I cannot even differentiate between whether or not that inspiration is frenetic or Mm. true inspiration. I think that a lot of it is just like operational mm-hmm. related, like things that are needing to, things that do need to happen operationally, but but it might be a don't need all of my attention right now at to this do moment. it. Correct. Yeah. That I'm just. Yeah, you're distracting I'm excited yourself about my about things coming up. I think that mm-hmm. I tap into future energy. You do. So I I get excited. Um, we have like a couple of trips coming up and. I love this season. Mm-hmm. Fall is like my season. It's the worst. <laughs> I love fall. It's, so much. it's the worst. You don't like fall? I love summer. Okay, this is my season. And I think that I wake up every single day so happy and excited like a squirrel that like I have to bring myself back. See, this is why I, I like crashed and burned this these last few weeks because of fall i think i'm like <laughs> or mourn- because of me i think i'm mourning <laughs> summer <laughs> i'm like in grief and you're like yes energizer bunny seriously i love yeah. it so much it's so okay. anyway yeah a That's snack good. wasn't enough of a break for me right where all i wanted was an acai bowl today at raw I want another one right now. That's how much I've been craving fruit and, like, frozen things. Yeah. I can't have anything, like, dense right now. It's just, yeah. But if you told me, if you gave me an acai bowl three days ago, I would have shoved it in your face and been like, I need more than that. I need, I need Valium. <laughs> Which is why I, I asked Noelle to stick needles in me. It was that bad. Right. <laughs> I was like, I need to shift. I have a lot of energy going on in me. I, it, do, it has no outlet. I can't process. There's so much coming up for mm-hmm. me. Like, stick something in me now to get the energy out. <laughs> Noelle was like, I volunteer as tribute. <laughs> <laughs> no, I grabbed her and was like, um, right after she got out of a session, I bulldozed her. I was like, you're doing this now. Poor Noelle. <laughs> well, she didn't have an option at that point. <laughs> Maybe I gave her too much of an option. I didn't corner her enough. I wasn't like... Yeah, I was I was pretty desperate. No, it's... I know that she was extremely tired yesterday, too. Yeah. So I don't hold that against I gave, her. I, <laughs> I gave you energy today. Yeah, you did. Yeah. yeah. I need a, I need a few more things. So, yeah, you yeah, need that's more. A, so that's... That was actually the whole point of me saying that, like, even though, you know, you may do something for yourself it might not be enough for you to just do one mm-hmm. thing or just take one day off mm-hmm. well i need to take your a week existence off. yeah your existence is a long time mm-hmm. if you needed a week or a month or a year that's not a lot of time right noel noel went and meditated for a year that's incredible we talked about that on i know this podcast i know i listened to it that's yeah. what i was saying that both, that's so great you and i both thought that she only meditated <laughs> i didn't think that i did 
I was like, okay. Oh, that's so cute. Did she like live <laughs> in a tree? That is so cute. <laughs> I thought that's all she did. <laughs> I think people can do that, but that would be like. Well, I I've done a, medi- a silent meditation retreat, so I'm coming from a place where I you did m- that like all day every day for ten days. Yeah, right. And you can live at the retreat center for free. So th- I thought that that's what I had mm. in my mind when mm. she said she meditated for oh, a year. That that's what her. I thought that was. she was just oh, okay. in like an ashram or yeah a meditation center mm-hmm. meditating all day, every day wow. for a year. That's that what w- I thought. That would be she would be like a monk. a buddhist monk at that point i think she would get a certificate for that (laughs) (laughs) no one gets certificates but if you are interested in in doing some sort of a meditation retreat or if you feel the time in my life when i did 10 day silent meditation retreat was the time after i had worked in the hamptons running a couple of juice bars and i was so exhausted Mm -hmm. that it was perfect timing for me to take 10 days off of life and meditate Mm -hmm. and so that may be the place and time that you're in actually i could i could probably do that again i think you could use that again for sure there are many people who do it once a year like that's so great it's awesome vipassana encourages it's not a religion it's not a Oh, it's just a method of meditating, which there are many roads that lead to the same outlet. But Vipassana is just a very passive and beautiful practice that... What is, what is it called? Vipassana. V-I-P-P-A-S-S-A-N-A, I believe. Mm-hmm. That sounds cool. Hakuna Matata. <laughs> <laughs> means no worries. You can't talk. That's my version of it. Okay. So you Sorry. won't last. You wouldn't last. You'd have a roommate oh. and you'd be like, and then, and then, and then. I am like, not like that. You talk and literally like no, one of my not. eyes are closed and the other one's like trying to close. Oh, I'm sorry. Like, and then and no, then, and then that <laughs> did and not then, happen. Then this happened, and then this, and then this, and then like I fall asleep and then I wake up and you I look incorrect. at you you're and incorrect. you're like still smiling no, and potentially not. talking to yourself. <laughs> you don't sleep. <laughs> no, you're so incorrect. You exaggerate. Um, okay. Last time we were in Houston, I'm sorry, you were the one who would not stop talking. Yeah, Houston. Yeah. In Sherry's bed, you were like, "Oh, there, there's so many lights in here. I can't even concentrate." Like, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. and I'm like, "Go to sleep." And you're like, "Can I do energy work on you?" I'm like, "I mean, yeah, <laughs> go go right ahead." And it was just like, blah, 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 blah. "Yeah, don't even with me." Pam, <laughs> we're even. You don't sleep. Admit it. I, I don't, but that's not for people to know yet. I'm like the laser tag. I always think of this. And you smile. I don't smile. Okay, what's creepy about it? And she sleeps on her back. Wait, what? That's because... With the covers. It's... I'm an incorruptible. (laughs) That's because... Wait, who is creepy? You're the one watching me. It's like you're an elf sleeping. You're so weird. It's like you're elf. You're tucked in. You're like, daytime's coming soon. Daytime's coming soon. I'm so excited. (laughs) (laughs) No, that's not not how it is. It's weird. You you are weird for watching me sleep. Hello. (laughs) I think that your energetic body wakes me up so that I can look at you and like laugh. No, we need to take a vote from our listeners to see which is creepier. You staring at me sleeping. Or be it's smiling. Only if I wake up in the middle of the night and then I'm like, oh yeah, she's smiling. <laughs> no, it's not. I need not smile in my sleep, you weirdo. 
<laughs> this is probably why Giselle's like, you two are not staying together in Boston. Y'all are going to stay separately. I know. Yeah. You cannot I affect know. one another's sleep. <laughs> <laughs> you will need sleep yeah, there. She's like, Sheena, you can't stay up all night and watch her sleep. I'm sorry, you can't. Yeah. You're going to have to be put away. <laughs> um. Anyway. Yeah. We have a lot going on in Boston that I'll recap for everyone really quickly. We will be doing energy healing sessions for two days. We are so completely booked and have a wait list. So I'm so sorry if you don't have an opportunity to get in with us. But we're doing our first ever basic witch healing event where you could buy a ticket and get an experience with us. So we're going to be doing a two hour event in Boston on Sunday, November 13th. And we have tickets. We're both selling the tickets off of our Instagram um, website. So you can just go on our Instagrams and purchase a ticket there. But there is limited seating. So, uh, yeah. If you if you would like to experience an experience with us, buy a ticket soon. Because we are almost halfway sold out you know what i just pictured selling tickets off of instagram as like because we're professional af like <laughs> like selling snowballs at a snowball stand or like a food truck so there's like no connection absolutely zero connection <laughs> it's just funny it just sounds funny like it's like we're selling like tickets off of- is funny you're sleeping everyone's sleeping (laughs) this is what we do as humans we sleep now and we get energized sleep and then we wake up and then we get to talk to each other you are so (laughs) mean to me (laughs) i'll get you back i know (laughs) um yeah it just sounds so funny to be like we're selling tickets off of instagram it's just where you can find the link i know it's i just the link is there so at Sheena Menina or at Connection Holistic Health, K-I-N-E-C-T-I-O-N, Holistic, H-O-L-I-S-T-I-C, Health. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm the same on Snapchat. And my new favorite, Twitter. Wait. Bringing it did back. Did you just discover Twitter? No. I'm just kidding. I wanted to make fun of you. My new old favorite, Twitter. I feel so, so tw- good about Twitter. <laughs> Twitter's making a comeback? I think so. Yeah. You're going to make that happen. It's such an outlet. You're going to make fetch happen. I love it so much. It's so interactive and easy. And I I feel like I can just like tweet say all day. anything. I love it. It's like your I'm like, personal The weather's diary. good. <laughs> Wait, who cares what this your thoughts are? This is a good are? drink. No, I don't really care who cares. You just use it as a release. I guess. <laughs> I'm like, dear can't, diary. Can't find my journal. <laughs> Dear Twitter, <laughs> the weather's good today. <laughs> I feel good in my body. I took a nap <laughs> and I watched <laughs> Amberly sleep. <laughs> today has been a great day. <laughs> love, Sheena. More tomorrow, please. P.S. I want an I acai Twitter. bowl. This is why I love Twitter. Thanks, I tweet. also pretend that actors and, cele- and celebrities are my friends. <laughs> I talk to Ray. I send tweets to Ray Donovan, the real Ray Donovan. I think you need to be Leave kicked off of Twitter. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna report your account. I'm gonna get a Twitter just to report your account and be like, this girl is trifling. I love it so much. <laughs> Please, basic witches, if you are on Twitter. Please tweet me. It's like the best moment of my life. I don't understand Twitter whatsoever. It doesn't matter. 
You can only handle like one social media account. <laughs> Again, I can barely handle my Instagram. You're allowed on Instagram. Thank and you. Facebook. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. I agree with that. Cool. <laughs> um, yeah. So shout out to the people who do follow me on Twitter and who did respond. I asked people if they wanted to. <laughs> <laughs> shout out to my three friends on Twitter who think that my shout diary, out to my Steven, I love you. God, you know, I love your name. You're like one of my favorites. Um, Steven said he wanted more alien talk. I'm like, hell yes. That actually happened before. We started talking Wait, about I didn't aliens. even know that. No, you didn't. I know. That's what I'm saying. The, That's crazy. The topic started happening before I even looked to see what people it's wanted. It's like I'm psychic or something. Weird. <laughs> you psychic? So, <laughs> let's see. Yeah. Stephen's specific question. Where are you, Stephen? We haven't had the in-depth da- Stephen, alien talk Stephen yet. stopped following you on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, oh, wait, I think she's actually a loser. <laughs> Stephen, <laughs> I know you love me. She's we're doing a Dear fun. Diary. Um, so, yeah. Okay, this is what we're going to do with the in-depth alien talk. Okay, anyone who has very... So, there, there's so much information about alien races, okay? There are many experiences that people have had with aliens on planet Earth, the ones that have come and physically manifested themselves to either explore as humans or to investigate humans. Like me. Or analyze humans. <laughs> Don't reveal yourself. <laughs> You're going to get beamed back up there. And then it's I'm okay. going to be like, shit, where's Am? I'll come back down and... And volunteers tribute again. <laughs> sleep. I'll make a comeback. We get to sleep. I'll be like Twitter. And then we get to be awake. And then we get to eat. And then we get to be find friends. <laughs> it's gonna be so much fun. <laughs> so much room for activities. <laughs> so aliens. So there are many different sources of information regarding alien types. So what I can tell you is actually your best source of information regarding the aliens is your meditative time and your. Your Twitter account. Well, <laughs> tweet Duh. at the Pleiadian Collective. Duh. So, and I've, I've talked about this exists. documentary before. It's called The Serious Disclosure, S-I-R-I-U-S, Serious Disclosure, by Dr. Stephen Greer. He Ooh. has dedicated his entire life to exposing UFOs, our experiences with UFOs, our experiences with aliens and the government's seeming cover-ups of these experiences that's pretty neat he's pretty awesome (laughs) he also leads um like when i become a millionaire i will be going on one of his retreats they're like two thousand dollars a piece where people sit in the desert and meditate and bring aliens in you know what i'm gonna do when i'm a millionaire what buy paul If Paul ever are you going to let me borrow Paul? Can um, we buy him together? Can we split him? We'll split him. I don't want to feel like I'll I'm using it. your your employee, my massage therapist, my personal massage therapist. Yeah, can we split him? I mean, I guess Paul has no idea that we talk about him ever. I know. I'm going to tell him next time I see him, which Backstory, is probably going to be Paul's soon. the best masseuse ever. Massage and therapist. What's the difference? Um, I guess there's slightly a difference. Um, masseuse is kind of like Twitter, the Twitter we're gonna version. Call, we're going to call Paul just media. a magician. Yeah. Let's do that. 
He works at the Oasis Spa on the North Shore, but don't try to book him if we need to get in with him yeah. that week because you will be in trouble. Yes. When he's booked, it's not a good week for us. No. Paul was, is the best ever. Yeah. We talk about owning him one day, having yeah. having a house for him on on property that we inhibit. I don't know if this is legal per se, <laughs> but it's not not illegal (laughs) we're just gonna have a little house for him like on you know you'll have a house and then i'll have the house next door and then we'll Mm -hmm. have a little house in the back i'll have i'll have a castle (laughs) you'll have an estate like giselle said we've already lived that life we've already lived that life yeah whatever paul's coming with us wherever we go he (laughs) it's a fact has no idea that we talk about purchasing him he has no idea that we have <laughs> talked about How and expressed our love for him. Literally no clue about any of these things. So, yeah. I will tell him one day. Yeah. I will reveal ourselves. Yeah. Yeah, we should. He deserves to know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, Why don't um, you tweet him? <laughs> I'll send an owl with a note, and mine will probably get there faster, Paul too. Did, like, for sure, doesn't have a Twitter. Exactly. My owl with a note would work. Probably. Yeah. I believe that. Your magical owl. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, we're back to the <laughs> the alien disclosure. Yeah. Sirius is a really good documentary to watch if you're interested in that information. It's obscure. The information is not very transparent and probably because only so much has been revealed. But the most that you and I discover about aliens, mm-hmm. we discover just by tapping into our intuition and oh, yeah. through meditation. So we, we get a lot of information that way. So we could tell you about like some of the experiences that we've had with certain alien groups that have shown up for us and like their demeanor and like what, and some of them don't have names and something else to note about extraterrestrial beings is that a lot of times they resonate in another dimension so they're not they don't have physicality and something that doesn't have physicality is hard to define in human terms and in words so you know (laughs) i mean it's like it's like defining an angel group you don't know what the angels look like you don't know if they have similarities you don't know if they all come i mean who knows like there are just infinite possibilities right Groups of people that we have had (laughs) communication (laughs) with or the groups of people that we've interacted with through sources of information or through meditations are, I mean, what were you going to (laughs) say? Go ahead. Before I say too much. Do you you ever think for a second that what if we're like wrong about everything? Like everyone on the planet is wrong about every single thing ever that everyone has ever said about anything. That's a huge possibility. And we're not even real. <laughs> <laughs> That's a huge possibility. I know. It's just funny to think about. I love about when people think that, we've, like, that they wasted know time for here. sure no. something. Like, I'm yeah. like, wow. Yeah, there's just, a really big possibility that you're wrong. You could be wrong. <laughs> um, it is funny, though, that we're like, yeah, a lot of our... A large portion of our information comes from, like, what we are downloaded in meditation. So I'm just thinking, like, everything we've said so far is incorrect. <laughs> Potentially. <laughs> Potentially. It's it's just funny because it's like... But wouldn't you rather us them. say that what we're saying is potentially incorrect than like science has proven medical oh yeah all of that doesn't exist it's fine everything this <laughs> has been scientifically proven like mm. yeah you're right or are you wrong 
I think that doesn't I could matter. probably find a way to prove my thought processes, and that still doesn't make them right. It's truth is relative. So whatever resonates with you at any given is moment your is your truth. Done. Nailed it. Great. No Great research job. study needs to say that. Do you want to say anything about any other particular alien group? The Hathors. I'm still figuring out the, the Hathor. Is it the Hawthors? H-A-W-T-H-O-R-N-E-S. No, it's not N-E-S. It's H-A-T-H-O-R-S. Yes. Right. Um, I haven't researched them yet. I can't bring myself to do it because I feel like I'm going to be looking into me a oh. little bit. Oh. And looking at yourself is scary sometimes. Oh. <laughs> I need to process that. Is there any other information that bit. you'd like to give people about hmm. alien groups? Let me see. Alien groups. I mean, there's there's <laughs> a lot. But... I think that we are, we've evolved from DNA and genetics from many different alien groups. So I think that really? it's easier. Really? You think that? I'm, I'm just, I'm. Was legit. that a serious question? Yeah, I. I, yeah, I do. You do? I think that we That's have different. Really cool. Well, I think I that I think that. that we acquired the genetic. I don't actually. I just thought that. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I didn't know this was a belief I of yours. Believe this for forever for, for 0.5 seconds. <laughs> the um, what is time anyway? I do. So. Okay, if I had to say what I believed about the alien groups and our um, existence relation, like oh, to them, okay. is that there are genetics and resonances like energetic or via frequencies Uh that have been a part of the earth and through the earth we were created. So just depending on um, the time that Mm -hmm. we were birthed, like just depending on what was on the earth at that time, I believe that we are evolving with frequencies and potentially those frequencies are from either other planets or other dimensions. In some ways, and just like, you know, you may have a stronger um, genetic tie to a certain place on the earth. You Mm -hmm. likewise could have a stronger genetic tie to something from another planet as well Mm -hmm. or like another dimension that you resonate with. That's why I think like certain people resonate with um, certain angels and certain guides and certain archangels and certain leaders like Mm-hmm. There may be a frequency or an energetic um, tone that is in resonance with you. That person can Matches. communicate with better, and yeah. at the same time, that one uh, tie mm-hmm. may include many different components and many different frequencies. So, like, e- even though like someone may think of Buddha or Shiva and think and feel one resonance or one connection or maybe can channel mm-hmm. that information from that person. You may be channeling that same information, but it mm-hmm. may to you be presented as a different energetic frequency. Right. You may think it's mm-hmm. coming from Jesus. Right. Exactly. It's a very good point. But it's it could all be potentially from the same source. It's, yeah. And it's it's all relative. But there are probably mm-hmm. many different sources. Many different manifestations of what a representation of a source would be. Right. Because we're all source. And it's mm-hmm. all source. Right. Right. Every That's like another point that I like to make about. Everything is everything. Exactly. 
I, I like that to make that point with energy work because some people are like, oh, is that scary? Like, I can't see it. I don't know what it is. Is that like, uh, you know, witchy stuff and whatever? And it's not scary. It's all it's all it would just be like a priest consecrating the Eucharist or, you know, you say a blessing before your meal. You All of those things are acts of sending frequencies and energy or consciousness into that experience or mm-hmm. what that thing, whatever mm-hmm. it is, it could be food, it could be, you know, oh, I want this person to heal. Let me say a prayer for them. That's consciousness. That's mm-hmm. energy. You're sending them frequencies, mm-hmm. essentially. It's just in a different form. So but it's equally as powerful. And um, so energy work, just because you can't see it, it's not it's no different than saying a prayer or mm-hmm. a blessing. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, it's it looks different because, you know, you're using your hands, you're not placing your hands on them sometimes you are but it's still the transference of consciousness and energy just like if i were to say a prayer over you or um a blessing or you know whatever resonates with you it's all it's all source energy it's all you know whatever you believe in god buddha earth mother earth gaia the sky (laughs) whatever you believe in a bigger power Mm-hmm. If if you will, we're all connected. We're all one. We're mm-hmm. all all expressions of something greater. Just like you, we think we're a cell and we have no power, but if you look up and look around you, you are one aspect of the whole. Everything is a hologram anyway. Mm-hmm. So um, that means that a piece, the whole is in the piece, mm-hmm. and the piece makes up the whole at the same time. So doesn't this? make your thigh fat seem really insignificant Mm, it's a (laughs) toss-up just kidding um when i used to feel bad about my thigh fat i would then get into conversations like this with myself and then i would think to myself your thigh fat is really insignificant (laughs) in the world yeah that's a good point what do you think I think that Does, I've never thought that, that before. Really? Yeah. Well, that's but because I know you don't people... have thigh fat. <laughs> no, but I know. <laughs> I know. But no, like any insecurity, let's say whatever insecurity you have. Yeah. It makes it so minuscule. And it's like, it is like you, the cell looking down and, and not looking up and seeing the greater picture mm-hmm. of like how beautiful and perfect you are and how you affect everything and everyone around you and you're connected to everything and everyone and knowing your inner beauty and being secure and vulnerable with yourself and connecting with yourself and not judging yourself lets you off the hook and everyone else around you off the hook because when you're secure you stop judging others Mm -hmm. and that is a huge lesson for the entire universe, the entire universe is learning that through Earth. We are three-dimensional. In the fourth dimensional, there's no time. Or the fourth dimension, there's no time. And there is, you know, your heart field is bigger. And there's not a lot of judgment in in the way that we experience it here on Earth anywhere else in the universe. So every every being in the universe is learning from us and watching us and to see how we're going to handle this and learning. Yeah, it's kind of like an experiment. They're learning how you can let go of judgment in a world of duality 
where you are surrounded by judgments mm-hmm. of, you know, you have to decide between, you know, black or white or, you know, duality, bad or good, whatever. So that's going to create judgments mm-hmm. innately. Mm-hmm. And we as human beings in three-dimensional reality have to learn how to transcend and let go of judgment in a world of judgment. And that is going to change how the universe operates, the Mm -hmm. entire universe, not just the earth, the entire universe, every single being in existence. Mm -hmm. That's huge. Mm -hmm. We serve such a great purpose. And it's so easy for us as humans to say, oh, we're so dense or, you know, like... We, we just struggle, you know, this is, quote unquote, hell and, you know, all these things. But it's such a beautiful process at the same time, even though, yeah, it, it takes a strong being to be here on Earth. It's one of the most difficult dimensions ever. But trying to um, give yourself a little bit of compassion and realize that you are strong and beautiful and perfect and infinite and appreciation right and what you're doing is changing the universe love of the darkness Mm -hmm. embracing brings like every aspect ties all of us together yeah and that's part of the shifting that i've been doing these past few weeks is embracing the shadow parts or what i have defined as shadow parts things Mm -hmm. that i didn't want to be Mm -hmm. or or things that I have defined myself as not being Mm -hmm. and being, you know, proud of that, the Mm -hmm. ego being proud of that, being not codependent, not vulnerable, Mm -hmm. not weak. Mm -hmm. And then it wasn't until I fully embraced those things. And I was like, you know what? So what if I'm codependent, vulnerable and weak? Yeah. And it took a lot of strength to do that. Did you get over the Anne Hathaway thing? (laughs) No. No, <laughs> I'll tell you that. We'll say that after. But coming into embracing those things that I was like, oh, I don't want to be that. You know, the things I resisted kept persisting. And it was like, well, how vulnerable are you going to be? You know, how codependent are you? And I kept experiencing those things over and over again. I'm like, why do I feel so codependent? I've never been like this ever. It wasn't until I embraced it rather than resisted it that I felt independent and grounded and sovereign and just free to be me. And I also embraced fully, so what if I am all the things that I've said I haven't been? Because there's beauty in those things as well. Absolutely. And pulling that into my field, it's blended with my you know, former independence, groundedness, it's kind of blended into it and made me a little bit more well-rounded. And I feel really good about being everything, every aspect. Right. Correct. Yeah. So it's been an interesting shift. That's awesome. That's really big work. And I'm really proud Mm -hmm. of you for doing that. Thank you. It That's was, a real tough. <laughs> I can tell you that through all the workshops and conferences and seminars, so many of the things that I've been to, one of the number one things that these amazing spiritual leaders request that you do, if they're trying to get a really big shift out of you over the mm-hmm. course of a s- short period of time, mm-hmm. you write down what you don't like about yourself. You write down your fears. You write Mm -hmm. down what you don't want to be. You write down your bad memories. Mm -hmm. And there's a course of action that each one has to transcend those topics. But step number one is this awareness Mm -hmm. that, oh, 
shit, I don't like this about myself. Mm-hmm. Or like this is there and it's ugly and like it doesn't feel good to look at this, that I've been in this situation, mm-hmm. you know, or that I've like done this to someone else or that like mm-hmm. I'm doing this and that makes me not good enough or like makes me weaker or you know isn't what my mom told me to be or not what my school told me to be like you know all having acceptance and awareness and appreciation and hopefully transcending that into an appreciation is mm-hmm. really big. huge yeah yeah and amazing and like this podcast has been a quite a channeled one so mm-hmm. you may not need to remember the words that we've said but if but now would be a good time to journal mm-hmm. i just have one last thing sure <laughs> and it's just coming through i have to say it um this is also from the pleiadians should i tweet but- it you can if you want. Write it down in your diary. <laughs> Sheena, this is so great. <laughs> um, so th- a thing that they said was we constantly think about yesterday or tomorrow instead of being present in the moment and saying to yourself a positive affirmation that your past is no longer your reference point is so significant in being able to change your current reality at Mm -hmm. any given moment. Mm -hmm. And it's not enough just to say that, like, oh, my past is no longer a reference point for, you know, for what I'm experiencing Mm now. Um, It is, you have to, like, really get into it, feel it, think it, and experience what that would feel like to let go of your past definitions of everything, just how I had to Mm -hmm. let go of, oh, I'm not vulnerable, I'm not Mm -hmm. codependent, I'm not, and letting go of that and choosing in that moment to say, I'm not going to let that be a reference point. Mm -hmm. So, okay, in this moment I am. And, And so what if I am? That's great. Yeah, this is like someone asking you, do you want to come hang out with me this weekend? And Mm -hmm. your mind immediately going back to the last time that you spent time with that person and saying like, that's what it's going to be like. So yes or no, based on that. Yes. No, this is a totally new way of thinking where you Mm -hmm. say what's in my gut right now. What, and, and actually what vibration and frequency could this potentially be Mm -hmm. based on that? It could be wonderful. It could be a totally different experience. Right. That's it's mm -hmm. the, it's the theory behind being open-minded is being present. That's so good. That's a mic drop situation. Good job, Shane. Hmm. I'm going to tweet it. <laughs> I'm excited that you're bringing Twitter back. I'm not even on Twitter. I think some one of my friends created a Twitter account for me like years ago. I don't even know how to sign into it. I don't know how to delete it either. So it's just kind of floating around in cyberspace We'll find you an intern that can help you. <laughs> can we find my, Don't worry. my Twitter through your Twitter? <laughs> See if I exist. We will, we'll find you an intern that can help you find a Twitter. Okay. That would be nice. One last thing. Oh, yes. Go ahead. We have been talking about channeling frequencies, energies, other dimensions, and the ways that people connect with those other dimensions. And another example of this being present is a lot of people are talking about Wayne Dwyer and his great connection with so many humans who are doing this work light work and and the like and his capacity to be available for anyone who requests his presence or his guidance or his information 
He's on the other side, just to clarify. Oh, sorry. <laughs> He'll come to your house. <laughs> He'll drive from Pennsylvania. You can request Wayne Dwyer. <laughs> he's, an, he's actually an Uber driver. <laughs> so he's he's definitely given the impression to through many people that he transcended out of the physical dimension, third dimension, human dimension, to be able to serve on a greater scale. And... His capacity to show up for anyone who requests his guidance or information reveals that in transcending this dimension, in being outside of a human nature, anything is possible regarding that facilitation of connection. So even though he's just one person, seemingly, he has the potential to connect with millions of people at one time. That gives you an example of the capacity and the reach and the infinite potential for communication through something beyond Mm -hmm. what we do in the physical realm. Yeah, that is, yeah, because anything beyond the three, the third dimension is multi-dimensional, which it, it transcends time, so he can be wherever. <laughs> I feel like we're, I feel like we're in um, bridesmaids when <laughs> they're giving the speech. <laughs> yes, I know what you're talking about. And like <laughs> one more thing, I'm gonna end. I would, I would, yeah. and I just have one more thing to one say. In las, in las escuelas. <laughs> Azules, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Keep shining. <laughs> we all need to go watch Bridesmaids. It's so good. It is. Damn, you it's like good. you like bridal movies. Yeah. Like Bride Wars. Let's <laughs> <laughs> not get into that. I love that. Bride Wars. I love yeah. Kate Hudson. <laughs> I love you Kate love. Hudson. <laughs> Kate Hudson's not in Bridesmaids. <laughs> Is she? No. No. I just love her. Yeah. Anyway. Um, okay. So follow me on Twitter. Sheena Manina. <laughs> Please follow her on Twitter so Instagram, she feels Instagram, Snapchat, Facebook, all the same. Sheena Manina. Follow Anne too. Connection Holistic Health. K-I-N-E-C-T-I-O-N. Holistic. H-O-L-I-S-T-I-C. Health. H-E-A-L-T-H. And you can email us. We'll give you some easier email addresses. We now have info at basicwitch.net and our normal email addresses so sheena at rawrepublicjuice.com and connectionholistichealth at gmail.com there are many ways to reach out to us there are many ways that you can experience us in your city through either a healing session or potentially a healing event if you have requests for particular cities please let us know we're definitely documenting all that information we are available via email. We're available for distance healing sessions, and we're usually in New Orleans practicing either energy healing or nutritional and lifestyle consulting. So, Or how to tweet and how to sleep. Hashtag here to serve. Word. I like it. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we'll be in Boston in November. We're super excited about that. Our first ever healing event. Basic witch healing event. It's going to be optimal. It's going to be optimal. (laughs) And basic. And witch-like. And energetic. And so fun. It's going to be awesome. Feel the vibes. We are then planning... Hashtag you just got served. (laughs) We are also planning 
one one day in Seattle for healing sessions in December. We are still negotiating the day. So if you're interested, we're holding email addresses based on the ones that email us first. You guys will get first dibs at scheduling with us. We Mm -hmm. hope that you enjoyed the show. (laughs) Yay. Good night, everyone. Good night.